Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. This is episode 157. It's going to be another discussion between me and my co-host, Robert Newman. We're going to delve, it's basically going to be part two of our conversation around SEO, search engine optimization. Robert, I'm yeah. going to just hand it over to you. Where do you, <laughs> where do you want to go with this conversation, Robert? Okay. Actually, yesterday we talked a little bit about, about content development, but before we dive in any more into SEO, there's actually something that I really do want to talk about a lot, which is what should you have happening before you tackle SEO? Okay, so, so search engine optimization is a, is a long-term endeavor, John. It, it takes a while. So if you're going to be successful at it, whether you hire somebody like me or you, or you go and you decide to be a blogger, attempt it. It is, it is incredibly likely and reasonable to say it's going to be six months to a year before you generate any leads off your search engine optimization efforts. And that is a conservative eft- estimate, not an aggressive estimate. So what should you have in place before you tackle SEO? So I'm going to tick off a few things. Number one, you should probably have been in real estate for a couple of years unless you have previous ownership uh, experience. Because, uh, And then number two, um, you should have a pre-existing lead generation system in place already. SEO is a great replacement for existing digital marketing expenditures that you want to lessen or increase the value of the dollars that you're spending. But if you don't have any digital marketing in place, you need something to be creating consistent revenue for you before you tackle search engine optimization, in my opinion. This is all just my opinion. Um, and then last but not least, you should have a very strong passion and opinion about your real estate career. If you're a maybe as to whether or not you're going to be in, in, in real estate for the next uh, three to five years, you should not be considering search engine optimization or and, and owning your own website that's negligible. So I just wanted to throw those things out there because we talk about this stuff all the time and we put advice out there saying like, I feel like sometimes we sound like, oh, everybody should be doing this. And it's not true. I, not yeah. everybody should be doing it. There, there are a huge amount of real estate professionals that probably shouldn't be doing SEO. But let's just say for a moment that you qualify in every category that I just, mm-hmm. that I just said, that you're going to be in, 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 in real estate. You do have some sort of lead generation in place. And now you want to take your marketing to the next level. At that point, yes, I am resoundingly, evangelically here to say the next step is search engine optimization. And now, as we started to talk about yesterday, what does that entail? Well, first things first, it doesn't make sense to build amazing content unless you own the website, something you and I have have almost beaten the drum into the ground with. But I do want to say this in a different way for our audience today. I I want to say it in a slightly different way. Uh, This is an analogy that, quite frankly, I use on the phone all the time, and it works very well for real estate. So when you've got a client that is building a home to move their family into, and their intention is to raise two small children from middle school to high school, and then their their financial plan says that they're going to move out of that house at some point, your advice to them as a real estate investor and a real estate professional is going to be buy a home make as many improvements on it as you possibly can, build up the value of the home and let the market value do the rest for you. 
SEO is completely and totally identical to the scenario I just, I just said. You want to buy a website, build up your own value on it, whatever that is, creating videos, putting on content, hiring a guy like me, hiring a guy like you, it doesn't matter, doing social media stuff that connects back into your site. That's when you want to do it. Those are the, that, that's the, the foundation of a good, like that person should be considering SEO or that brokerage, like, like medium-sized and large brokers. If, they haven't, if they're not doing SEO, I would question their sanity. Like anybody that's got a large real estate team that's in it to win it and they're not owning their own website uh, along with maybe their boomtown and their other lead generation sites, that's craziness. You're throwing away money as you're, as you're running your brokerage. Um, so those are my, my, my things about SEO. So now let's just say, pretend for a moment, because you, you propositioned this when we started the conversation. You said, Robert, I'm a new client. I'm coming to you. What, what is the advice you give me? So first and foremost, it's build a, a website specifically on WordPress. I want to cover why though, because we do mention these things often, but I want to give my take on why you build on WordPress. So WordPress is 28% of the websites in the world are built on WordPress right now. That's a huge number, far larger than any other platform. And there's many that we could talk about, Wix, Squarespace, or Square, sorry. Um, and the list goes on and on and on and on. The truth is, is that WordPress is one of the only platforms that, number one, has turned down many offers to sell out to larger conglomerates. Um, you just have to take my, like the audience has to take my word for that. I know you know that. And then um, number two, because of the solidity of the platform and the, the founder's dedication to the open source environment, there's a larger development community by miles for WordPress. Now, what does that mean in layman's terms to a real estate agent? That means there's more guys out there, entrepreneurs and coders, trying to figure out little widgets and things to make that are going to make your website better than any other platform. Many of these guys who are trying to break into the development industry are forced to do this work for free while they build the reputation. In other words, they build something called a plugin. And in many cases, they don't even charge you for it. They allow you free functionality on your website. Now, everywhere else you go, including all these guys that are trying to sell you websites like real estate webmasters, real geeks, they recover their development costs for new add-ons by charging that money directly to you. Only in WordPress do you have the chance to take advantage of free development that's being done by a, just a massive community of developers. Now, um, another thing about WordPress is the work that's already been done. The stuff that we can do with WordPress, like you can come to me and almost ask me anything. It's, it's incredible what the options are. We can turn it into an e-commerce site. We can do pop-ups. We can do content magnets, which is where you require somebody to give you their information. And then you send them an, uh, like a digital marketing asset. And the list goes on and on and on and on. There's almost, we can do di digital display ads. All of that's possible with WordPress. That is the only platform that has that much functionality. Now, most of the real estate world will not need everything that I've just described. As a matter of fact, the vast majority won't need a, a single element of it. But every once in a while, you're going to come across somebody who's making big moves inside real estate, and they do need to pivot often. And, and at that point, WordPress is the only place that they should be. So build a real estate website on 
on WordPress. That would be my second piece of advice, John. And like beyond making sure that you should be doing it to start with, like really give that a lot of thought because again, the SEO road, the work, it is, it is an investment of time and money. And, and I'm, yeah. I've got a question, but if if you feel it, but be direct Well, you normally are direct Robert, but be totally direct. If you want to leave it to the second half or you think it's, it will, send us in the wrong direction, right? Sure. What, how, how all the things we talked about, you know, evergreen content, you know, making sure you've got community-based content, blah, all the things we've discussed over the weeks, Robert. When it comes to a, a real estate website, how important is search? How important is having your MLS data on that website, utilizing IDX and having, how important is the quality of search around that connected to the success of, of a particular website? Well, that's a, that is a somewhat tricky question. Um, because the answer is subjective. Um, is it an answer that you want to answer in the first now, or do you want to leave it to the second part of the show, Robert? Well, I I do. Well, we can we can answer it in the second part of the show, but I want to break format for those people that are watching on video, and I'd want to show a good search experience for those of us for those people listening to the show. Mm-hmm. You can go to um, uh, Phoenix Condomania. And I'm just going to look it up on my own screen here to make sure that I've got... Uh, well, we do show this on the on our YouTube channel, folks, and on the MailRight website. So if you want to see this, go to either of those, and that will be... Um, um, I'll make sure it's in the, the show right. notes now. So Phoenix Condominia is actually a website that's that's been developed uh, or, or the information that I've been given is that this website has been developed by a couple of Google engineers. You need to share, you need to share your screen, share your screen with us. Robert. Okay. Hold on. I'll uh, let's share screen and let's go to this. There we go. Can you see it? Yeah. Okay. So this site is, is developed by a couple of Google engineers and here's, here's what I find fascinating about it. Uh, the the people that developed the site have made what's called a custom IDX feed. They've made their own. But instead of complicating the feed or trying to provide all the data that like Truly and Zillow did, they simplified the feed and they went, they just simply did a whole bunch of what I would refer to as quick searches, condos, city, area. They took away all the graphics, all of them. There's nothing pretty about this site at all. And they turn this site basically into a data portal site. And uh, again, the reports that I have say that this site has an amazing conversion rate. In other words, it feeds, we're looking at a site that, that feeds probably 20 salespeople leads, which means they're generating hundreds of leads off this site, which is what I think that that many people want in terms of real estate. But I think the more important thing that that says, it's not, I think it says that people are overwhelmed with the, with the search experiences that we've been trying to build for them for years. I think the simplicity of a simple 
thing that's nothing but menus and lists and then listings. I think that a lot of sites used to look like this, and I don't think very many do anymore. And I think that the simplicity of the site is refreshing to the people using the site. And I think that they respond to it. I think that's they trust the site because the information is easy to find. Um, and back in the day, because this type of visuals or these graphics were so outdated, um, you wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be seeing a site like this provide a big return. The site probably gets about 10,000 people to it and it's doing a 3% conversion rate at least. So, so that means that 3% of the visitors convert to leads. It's an amazing example of something that's working right now today. And what's more, it's working so well that this, that these brokers have had a chance to build uh, sites like this all over the country. And it's exactly the same site. There's nothing different about it. It's the same template, every single area, 100% the same, with the same um, results. Can you repeat the, U the UOR again? Sure. It, there's, well, there's 20 of them, but the one that I was using that I started with, which is the home site, is Phoenix Condominia. Right. And then the uh, one we're looking at right now is Austin Condominia. And to kind of recap before we go for our break, Robert, is that, you're saying that when it comes to search is that your feeling is a lot of people are overcomplicating it and it's become, you know, design is important, but there's a balance between usability and, and design considerations. And you think that maybe it's one too much on the side of design and the actual look rather than functionality. Would that be fair, Robert? That would be fair. And I think that, that you know, so another thing, and it, let's go on the break because I, I want to add yeah. something to this. Yeah, we need to go for a break, folks. And when we come back, we'll be delving more into this. Be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Coming back, hopefully I haven't kind of thrown a, another spanner in the works as I did last week a little bit um, about, but it's something that's been, um, I wanted to ask Robert about how important search is. Um, obviously your real estate agent, when people come to your website, they will expect, you know, to be able to find houses or see the latest what's on the market at the present moment. The, uh, another thing around this, and tell me if, I, if I'm kind of guiding this, but it's another thing that's I wanted to ask you, Robert. You know, you get a lot of um, these kind of um, in the Kane website solutions, and you, you do one search and then, you've got to give them some information. You've got to give them your email address or you've got to click a button and it uses your Facebook details or your Google details to be able... So basically, they've got um, a gate on the search. You know, you get one free search and then if you want to use the agent's website and they use that to gather um, leads. 
You go to other websites, they have no gate. Um, they might have a pop-up that's got a lead magnet, but they don't have a, uh, they don't lock the search. Have you got any kind of which way you think is best or do, do both work in different ways? Well, they both work in different ways, but first I'm going to circle back around and continue on the train of, train of conversation that we had before the break. And the final thought that I have is this. You, you're asking... That, that's, the, Robert, that's Robert being very nice and saying that I'm going off topic. All right, there, there, there we go, Robert. Off you go. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that... Uh, that the, so, user experience is widely believed at this point in the SEO world to be 30% of the metrics that Google is using to evaluate the quality of, of a website and the quality of the answers that you're providing for the questions that people are asking. I believe that the user experience on these condominium sites is extremely high. They're niche sites. They have information only pertaining to a certain city and condominiums. The information is served up very well, very fast, in a very easy way. I think the site is 10 times better if you're looking for condos, other overhouses. And I think that's why this particular vertical of, of site is so successful. So quality of search in some circumstances is extraordinarily important. However, to, in some other circumstances where you just simply have no choice but to wade in in a in like if you're not a vertical like player, if you don't have a, an extremely specific niche that you're trying to focus on, if you're forced to go up against the big websites, then actually I don't think that the quality of the search experience is all that important. It's going to be the information that you provide that surrounds the search experience. So it really just depends. You have two separate circumstances, one in which search experience would be very important and another in which your information experience is going to be very important. So that's my answer to the first part of our, our question. Now, the answer to the second one, which you just asked, do I feel like Gateway works or doesn't it work? Well, this site right here is not using a gateway. No. Um, they are just allowing you to request information. Most of the time, we don't have that luxury. Most of the time inside real estate search on most of my clients' websites, I do have to request um, that users register yeah. with this site. If you don't want to, um, for those that are watching this on on the Mailrite site or YouTube channel, do you want to show one of your websites? Sure. Um, I'll show them. I'll, I'll show. Uh, let's see here. Actually, let me. It's about ready to show one of my older ones. Might as well do one of my slightly newer ones. Uh, no, I don't want to do this one. See now you've got you've got me like in in creative creative quandaries because then then it becomes I've built like thirty sites recently and it mm. becomes which one do I want to show but anyway here's here's a standard one it's in Oklahoma um, we got the map on the homepage but here's what's really important we've got gateway requests early on in the search process which is what we're talking about the reason that we have them early on in the process bang yeah. that's a gateway is because this particular customer was using the site for PPC. And if you're going to use the site for PPC, your gateway needs to be... Can you, can you just quickly explain to the listeners and viewers what PCC is? PPC is a pay-per-click. It's a type of Google advertising. And we're going to drive somebody to a landing it's paid, page. It's paid advertising. Paid advertising, 
Right. This is, they're using money to get traffic to their website, folks. And then, um, like I say, if you want, you want to do searches on the website, um, there's a gateway that gets information from you. Right. Sorry, go ahead. And, um, um, Robert's going through. Is this? Um, oh, like he's got like educate. It's a very nice layout, actually. If you if you go to our the Mel Wright website with all the show notes, you'll be able to see this, folks. And it's a really nice. It's got local areas. It gives you local information, and yeah, it's really nice. A lot of work though. But here's. Here's the thing that I want to point out. It's and thank you, John. I really appreciate that. Um, I, I I am never happy with my own products. Very similar to anybody that's building anything that's that that has like an artistic mindset. There's we're in the process of improving them. But I, I it's a good site. It's clean. It will load fast. It does all the things it's supposed to do. It is it is starting to rank. In well, you've just touched something that's been discussed. There's an article and I. I forgot where the article is. Unfortunately, it'll be in the show notes, right? There's in the word in the web development world, folks. There, there was an article that's caused a lot of discussion that went out a couple of weeks ago, and it's just it just said, you know, internet speed. You know, your smartphone has got a lot quicker. The internet and your your laptop, your desktop, it's all quick and. If you go to a lot of websites, it's like going to treacle. They're dead slow. And that's because you've got a lot more. You've got video. You've got pop-ups. You've got all sorts of stuff, tracking um, um, code on the website, just a load of stuff on a lot of websites. And they basically the user experience is very frustrating because they're dead slow, they're dead, and they're definitely dead slow and mobile. And this article has caused a lot of discussion. Would you agree with that? The actual user experience on a lot of websites and on a lot of real estate websites when it comes to speed isn't I, satisfactory, I, is it? I do, I do agree. What we should do, John, is one of our internal shows, because what you've just touched on is a vast topic. Yeah, so Google is doing mobile-first SEO now, which is just means that they consider a site to be, they look at the mobile experience before they look at the experience on desktops because more traffic is using the web on mobile devices than not. And so Google, because they're a good technology company, simply switched over to saying, what is the search experience on the mobile phone first? Which means that if you have a slow site or a big site or a site that doesn't translate well, you're, you're hurting your search engine optimization. And the, the concept of how much is still up for debate, but there is no doubt, none, that you're hurting it. And then one of the things that Google has done is, is released uh, AMP pages, which I use for my clients, which is accelerated mobile pages, which is just they ask your permission to create a saved version of a page that they serve up only on mobile devices called an AMP page. If you give it, in theory, these pages get served up. The only thing... I want to close this chapter and save it for an entire show, but here's what I want to lead with. When I did this, the data that I was being given from Google is they said, oh, this should affect 2% of your search. So really, it's just like I was thinking to myself, oh, this is just for technophiles, but I'm going to do it anyway. 
So I did it on my site and I've discovered that my AMP pages are now accounting for close to 30% of my mobile traffic. So the number that Google gave was wildly inaccurate, wildly inaccurate. So AMP pages can affect your mobile search a lot, which probably affects your SEO as a whole. But so, as, a, as a broad tip, I'll see if you agree with this before we wrap up the show, is that people tend, clients, people in general, tend to um, get obsessed with the desktop, how it looks on the desktop. That's how, when they when you build a site and the client sees it the first time, they tend to see it on the desktop and, you know, they want that move, they want that slight change, blah, blah, blah. They really shouldn't care. It's really fundamental, well, not have some care, but what I really mean in my um, rough way is you want to look at it on your mobile device and really concentrate on how it works on a mobile device because a lot of the people that come to your website as a real estate agent are going to be using mobile. Would you agree with that, Robert? I would agree. I would. Yes. And and you don't need... um, Just to wrap up, Robert, um, obviously, I don't know, most of your sites that you're doing with clients now, are they HTTPS now? Because you obviously... All of them. That's another thing. You, that's a tip. If you if you're running your website yourself, folks, or you've got one of these platforms, um, is that Google recently? If you're using Chrome, um, there's HT at the beginning of your 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 URL address to your website. It will normally be HTTP. Um, there's a what is called secure socket layer uh, certificate, um, and that turns the address to HTTPS. And you know when you go to e-commerce websites, you normally see that little green lock, folks. Uh, that means that when you when you order something, you put your credit card details in. It's all been transferred. It's been encrypted and sent over the internet securely. Well, Google wants all data to be secure. It stops spammer sites. It makes it much harder for spoof websites um, to some extent. So um, last in July, if you go to Chrome and your website isn't HTTPS, it comes up with a little warning in the uh, ULR bar. And you think, why bother, really? But in October, the warning is going to be a lot more ugly. It's basically going to be in the whole browser window and it's going to basically say that your website is not secure and pe- and Google's going to advise people not to go to your website. So you really need to get this sorted out in the next couple of months. Would you agree with that, Robert? I would. Right. I just thought I would give that little thing to our listeners and viewers because um, um, we've been doing that for a lot of um, on my other business, sorting all that out for clients. So we're going to wrap it up. Um, it's amazing where the time goes, really, doesn't it, Robert? Um, yeah, how, how, can, how, how can people get hold of you and learn more about what you're up to, Robert? Um, if any of my listeners really do pay attention to this part of the show, guys, I post this content that we're doing in the university section of my website. 
The content that's not related to the show is on under the blog of my website. I also have close to a hundred videos posted in my YouTube channel that have nothing to do with this podcast. So if you really want to learn something about SEO or, or real estate marketing, or more importantly, the companies that I've reviewed inside those spaces, please check out my YouTube channel. It's probably the best. And that's just under inbound REM, or you can just go to inboundrem.com and figure it out from there. And if you want to learn more about MailRite and what we do, go to the MailRite website. We've got a platform that generates leads for you. It uses, um, it's a fantastic platform. It uses Facebook advertising to generate leads there, but it's a whole solution. And if you want to find more, you can book uh, a 30-minute consultation with me on the website and we can have a chat. Uh, And I can show you how it works um, personally. And I think it's a great product. And we'll be back next week, folks, where we'll be, um, I think we've got a guest next week and it's going to be a great show. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. (laughs) 